0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort.
1: It's the beginning of a new era and it's time to drop the gate here at A1. Ryan Villapoto's done it. He wins back-to-back season openers
0: at Anaheim. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome to Title 24 presented by NBC Sports. I'm Ricky Carmichael. That's Ryan Villapoto. It's time. Season 2, we're here. 2024, back again. Uh, Episode 1, my man, RV, myself. We're going to be bringing it to you each week this year. We're really excited about it. Before we get going, uh, big thanks, uh, partners back on this year again. To take another year is uh, United Motorsports. We appreciate you guys. Quadlock and of course Foxo USA. Uh, we appreciate you joining the ride with us. And uh, RV, it's been a fun off season. Uh, holidays were good for me. I'm ready to rip, but I will say although A1 and the 2024 SMX Championship begins this weekend in Anaheim, dude, my favorite pastime is snow skiing, snowboarding, and you are on a family trip. Tell us about it.
1: That's right, man. We're uh, we're up in Mammoth right now. Uh, last minute trip. We woke up on I think Monday morning, and, and the wife was like, "Hey, let's let's jam to Mammoth. We have this week open, so we're up here. Um, we got a fresh 15 inches um, last night. So, um, boys, actually, I just got them out the door for their private uh, snowboard lesson, and uh, I'll be right behind them when we're when we're wrapped up. So yeah. It's do awesome. you ever
0: do you ever ski, or are you just strictly I, snowboard?
1: I cannot. Well, I tried to ski two years ago, and with the plates that are in my leg from St. Louis, they run so far up the front of my shin that the ski boot is so rigid. Um, I can't even put a boot on and get him in the skis. Cause it just okay. it bothers me too much. So I'm a boarder, man. Oh, there you go. I, uh, that's <laughs> I the, the first I time I was
0: ever, uh, uh just so for our viewers and, and listeners, um, The first time I ever got to snow ski was like uh, 2008. I never went, you know, when I was racing, obviously. And the first thing that I did was snowboard over skiing. uh, And I had an epic time. And the reason that I uh, decided to snowboard first, because I used to do a lot of wakeboarding uh, back in the day when I was younger. So anyhow, I love it. It's my favorite pastime for sure. There's just something about it. So uh, I am jealous of you for sure. When are you guys coming back?
1: We come back Thursday morning, and then uh, I'll go be there Friday to pick up my credential, and baby, it's
0: on. Sweet, sweet. Well, um, I'm excited to go. There's been a lot of talk. Uh, we're going to get into it today, but uh, let's just rip the Band-Aid off right now. Getting into uh, that 250 uh, SMX championship and uh, the new shiny object, uh, he's, he's deserved this talk. But uh, Jet Lawrence, uh, he is the SMX world champ reigning smx world champ he hasn't raced a full supercross season uh at, at all hasn't even raced a big bike in, in monster energy supercross and you know i i, I want to hear what you have to say i think the guy's got what it takes i think he's going to have some um bumps in the road uh but i mean what's your take
1: i i 100 agree i think um you know it's going to be interesting to see how eli i'm going to just switch gears real quick and come back to jet um how he approaches this, is he going to come out of the gate, you know, hot and heavy and ready? Um, or is he going to work in a little bit, you know, a little bit slower? So I think that's going to be the question or, you know, what we're going to have to wait and see um, because I look at the roster, I look at the sheets and, and and look at, yes, Eli is, is a, is a main contender. Jets a main contender. Um, you know, there's definitely Sexton's a main contender, right? So um, I do think that 17 rounds or 20 rounds, basically of super motocross is, is going to be an adjustment for Jet, but I also say he's he's traveled the world. He's seen so many conditions, like we've talked previous shows, and and um, honestly, I think he will be okay, but he will have some bumps in the road. It's a it's a long, grueling season that he hasn't seen yet.
0: Hey, do you feel like do you feel like uh, the chances of going undefeated are easier in Supercross or harder? in supercross you you answer that and i'll tell you what i think i
1: will i i will say that i think it's harder to go uh undefeated in supercross um you know with only one gate drop per night um you know close 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 racing you know outdoors i feel like for me i can only speak for myself is when i went to outdoors after supercross it was a little bit of a weight off my shoulders because now I'm looking mm-hmm. at this whole, I got 30 plus two, a little mistake. Yeah. I can, I can recover from you make a little mistake in this class in, in, in these stadiums, on these tracks. Um, it is, it's going to be, it, you know, it's really, really hard to come back and, 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 and chase down chase or chase down Eli or any one of the riders that are, that are winning that night. If you have a, um, oh. a, a it's probably, probably not going to happen just because of the shorter racing and how close it is.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, 120%. I definitely kind of echo what you're saying It's like, I just feel like your, 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 your area of where things can go wrong or they're so great, so much greater in supercross, the margins of error, are much tighter, uh, yep. to your like motocross outdoor motocross is, I feel like you can get away with so much stuff. Yes. The, the motos are longer and there's two motos. I mean, definitely a lot more racing time, but at the same time, I mean, you get a little sideways, you have so much more room on the track to deal with where, you know, one little slip up and Supercross, and it's, it's game over for the most part, you hit a tough block or mm-hmm. yeah, there's just the, 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 the margins for error is a lot thinner. In supercross so i'm with you that's why i think it's harder to go undefeated supercross um and and you know what i'm not even trying to crown a champion but i do definitely think that uh the jet is going to be one of the guys to uh to, to to keep an eye on for sure for good reason um you know what we got some fun stuff this year everybody uh united motorsports moment Um, this is going to be a dedicated section to them each week. And, uh, for all of you guys, United Motorsports has made a a landing pad. Uh, it's unitedmotorsports.com slash title 24. You guys go there, sign up. And this is really important. Listen to this. When you go and sign up, you're going to get a $15 credit to your next purchase. So right out of the gate, all you got to do is sign up fifteen dollar credit and the cool thing that united motorsports is doing each week they are going to pick out of all the people who sign up they are going to pick one lucky winner every single week and get a fifty dollar credit to your account so or your purchase so uh this is something that uh, i'm really excited about great to see uh united motorsports uh really getting involved and like i said ray butts and the crew over to, over there do a fantastic job but uh the reason that uh, we are, are showing this sound on tape, the United Motorsports moment, is because I think it's pretty important to show what uh, Jet Lawrence and uh, and what he's looking for. Pretty pretty simple is to try and this win as win as many
1: championships as I can, no matter the way I do it. Is uh, if it's winning all of them. Coming second in all of every single race, or going up and down. But all, all I need to do is for me and my goals is to uh, win as many championships and try and actually get close to McGrath's winning, uh, race wins. That's so that, a, that's so the, that's, the, that's the big one. 70, 72 is is something that I mean you're just starting. Why not? Exactly. We had zero.
0: Why not have it now? <laughs> Started off strong. <laughs> That is def- – dude, that, that's a bold statement. For everyone wanting to know, we grabbed that uh, in media days, which is uh, awesome that all uh, a lot of the athletes show up for that. gives us a, some time to uh, talk with them, see how their offseason is going, see what their expectations are going. But that was earlier in December, and uh, producer Chris Bond was asking Jet that. And, dude, he, he throws it out there. I've never really heard anyone say, I'm going for MC's Supercross record. What's your take?
1: I mean, that's a, those are some big shoes to fill as we all know, um, you know, yeah. uh, you know, myself, you Ricky, you know, we have, yeah. we have quite a few wins in Supercross, but man, getting to that 72 is, is uh, it's a huge number, you know, and, and, and I think the big thing is too, is multiple seasons of, of, of big yeah. numbers. You know, you got to knock down, um, you know, uh, 10 to, f- uh, you know, let's say 15 wins per season to, yeah. you know, to, to get to that 72 mark depending on his trajectory of his career and how long he plans on racing. Right. Cause this, there's only, I mean, yeah, if he goes undefeated, okay, we can knock down 20 right there, you know, but the odds of that happening right now, I'm going to say are slim to none. I think he's going to win. Um, I think he's going to win probably 10 rounds, if not, maybe more. I think Eli has the opportunity mm-hmm. to win 10 rounds or more. Um, and then chase also, you know, um, you know it throw him in the mix you know if, if he's if he's cleaned up those mistakes and, and 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 how the motorcycle is how he's adjusting to the new motorcycle the platform and the new team and all of that so it's a those are some big shoes to fill buddy
0: <laughs> they are i mean listen yeah we i mean I feel like this the the field was stacked for sure when you and I were racing i mean the competitors that we were racing against I'd put them up against the guys that uh we're racing today and some of the guys that we were able to beat and win championships against. Uh, their records are right up, right up at the top of the list. So, uh, but I just feel like why I feel like it's stacked this year is because there's a lot of guys that can win. You know, compared to say in our day, maybe there's uh, you know three or four guys for me, at least in my era, maybe a, a couple more in your area, guys that could legitimately win. But dude, now you look down the line. I mean, there's just there's so many guys: Cooper Webb, Ken Roxon, Anderson. I think Hunter could be good for a win on the right night. I think that bike's yep. going to suit him well. Yep. And you talk about Eli, Jet, Chase. I mean, the the, the list is endless, you know? So It I, is. I it, mean, it, it,
1: so yeah, and I think, too, that I think one thing that we, you know, I think, you know, watching the last uh, three SMX rounds, right, like Jet was phenomenal, amazing. Um, nobody was better than him. But also I think it was a it, different um, – set of circumstances you know not a lot of pressure coming in now he has established himself as probably the best guy and the guy to beat so as you know that has uh uh, you add another set of uh, some more load on your shoulders some more pressure because you are the guy so i it doesn't matter who you are i know he you know i know he wants to and thinks that he's the guy right so that right there just puts a little more added pressure stress on on the situation. So something that in this class, I don't think he's dealt with yet. Right. Cause outdoors, I mean, he, let's, let's be honest. He, he kind of waxed all the boys, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was a pretty flawless, very easy. I don't want to say easy, but flawless series. No, nothing really um, caught him off guard, but like we talked about supercross is different. You know, it's just, it's a different ball game than outdoors.
0: A hundred percent. And that leads me to the next rider. And you talked about Eli already. In my opinion, I feel like that's the question mark for for Jet. I will say this. I definitely think that Jet has a lot of talent on the motorcycle. I mean, Eli is super talented, but if you give these two guys a motorcycle and you say, hey, go do this, go wheel tap this, blah, 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 I, I think we all could agree that Jet is going to be a, a bit better than Eli. But that's not what always win races. I think if – you know, I don't want to think for Jet because I'm not in his head, but if, if it were me, I would be thinking, man, Eli's the only guy that I haven't raced. I don't really know what he does. I don't like, I've never followed him. I don't know what it's like to be followed by him. Here's the thing. Jet knows, Jet knows Chase's weaknesses. He yep. knows Chase's strengths. Same for Kenny, same for Cooper. He's raced these guys, so he knows kind of what to expect. That's not the case with Eli. And I just feel like Eli is so strong at the end of the race. And, dude, we've talked about this. I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a massive challenge for him. And I want to see how he handles it. I'm not saying he can't handle it. He probably will. But it's going to be fun to see how he reacts uh, along with everyone else. But this is the only guy that he he doesn't know what what Eli does, does well or, or does, does or doesn't do well in my opinion, in a race situation because he's never been there. Yes, he's watched him. He knows he's strong. But it's going to be fun to see see the reaction. So that's kind of my, my deal uh, with Jet on, on Eli. But I think this injury uh, came at a good time, in my opinion, because I feel like had Eli won the Supercross championship, would have been in a great spot to win or at least challenge Jet for the championship and, of course, be a threat in the SMX World Championship. I feel had he did the trifecta, I just wonder where the motivation would have been. I mean, like at what stage like for would it have been like, dude, I've done it all, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I you know, that's going I'm thinking, you know, I think the big question for me is is if if Eli is it can match Jet's pace because I know Chase only matched Jet's pace a few times, but at that point you know, uh, Jed already had points lead. He already was in control mentally. He was in control. Uh, we're starting a new season, and if Eli can come out and get him on the ropes, that's going to be something different that in, in this class that he hasn't dealt with. Um, and for 20 rounds, so if Eli's if Eli can can get up there and run that pace, we all know that Eli's a veteran in this sport. He's he's very consistent. Not a, he doesn't get really that flustered that easy. And neither does Jet, but also has Eli has not put that pressure on Jet. So is Eli the one that can put Jet into that position to make a few mistakes, more than we're, what we're used to seeing?
0: Yep, 100%. That is, that is exactly what I want to see, and it's going it's gonna, it's gonna to be fun to watch that. Hey, uh, before we get on this next rider, uh, another fun little segment that uh, we put together this year for Title 24 is the Boxo Breakdown. Each week, we're going to be uh, breaking down certain situations that has happened. Uh, thank you to Boxo, great partner. Check them out, BoxoUSA.com. Member lifetime warranty on all of their tools. Super easy to get that warranty product. All you got to do, take a picture, send it to them, and they will send you a new part. So uh, they are the best tool in the game. I know Monster Energy Star Yamaha uh, uses them. Go check their uh, setups out uh, underneath that uh, Yamaha star. Uh, Monster team should be pretty good. So the Boxo breakdown is Chase Sexton, massive, massive move, leaving Honda, HRC, um, been been with Honda for damn near his whole career, right? Yep, and yep. we knew the displeasure uh, with the bike. That he was having and 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 he's been kind of honest from what I've heard in the off season like hey, maybe some of the struggles were were him and him not handling certain situations right is what i've read and and, and heard from a couple of people uh I like him taking personal responsibility that's cool, but to me, I feel like this is one of those moves r v where when you when you make a move like this I think it's important to you have to you have to come out and you have to basically confirm with yourself that this was the right decision. And that, unfortunately, for some people, that's going to require really good results out of the gate because he's going to be under the microscope, in my opinion. Give us the boxo breakdown on Chase Sexton and what you think.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. You know, making that big change, making the move to a different team. Um, and it's in, and, and, and also, I, com- you know, a completely different platform, you know, um, from an aluminum platform, aluminum frame platform to a, to a steel frame platform. So, and then also learning the new team and every, and the team learning, um, chase, but yeah, he, he's got to come out and, and kind of make a, you know, I don't think he needs to come out and win Anaheim one, but he needs to be up there, uh, challenging, challenging for, for, for the race wins. I think first, second, and third round, really get out there and solidify that the change he made was, was a good one for him mentally. Um, I never switched teams, um, through my whole career. I know you did. Um, you know, so I think the, I can only speak from the outside looking in on this, but I feel like Mm -hmm. snowball, it could snowball very quickly in in the wrong direction. Um, you know, within the first five rounds, uh, because of, just the how big the change is, you know, so like you said, you want to come out, you want to get there and you want your mental side of it to be like, hey, I made the right change. This is this is a winning platform. Um, and you don't really know that till Anaheim won. I do you know don't. that these guys. Yeah. Three or four of these guys will get the setting perfect. They'll love their motorcycle at Anaheim one and about five of five of the other guys are going to have fire drills on Monday where they all go back to the drawing board. Hey, our bike was too stiff. Our bike was too soft. It didn't turn here. It didn't do this. It didn't do what I wanted here. Um, I personally went through that uh one or two of the Anaheim's where we thought we were we nailed the nail right on the head coming in uh-huh. and we get there afterwards and it's like the fire drill of all fire drills on Monday right we need to reinvent the wheel. So I've been in that position and that's one thing that um would be a critical you know point and step for Chase. So I hope he nails it because that you know Right off the bat, because having those three main guys in the in the mix right off the bat is is what we all want to see.
0: Yeah, it, it's going to be, I, I, and I agree with you about it. Definitely, I, I've heard. I agree with you. Like he's going to. I feel like the mental side of things. Yes, you 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 got to come out with a strong performance. Yes, you got to play the long game at the same time. And if if the win isn't there, I don't think it's crucial that he wins. But I feel nope. like he has to. He has to have a good run. And what I mean, like you know the practices need to go fairly well like maybe the bike isn't going to work just perfect but it's it's manageable and if they're able to make some changes hey that was a positive change and you just you know you you have a you have a solid weekend again not not lighting it on fire but you can't you can't be subpar so that that's what i think uh that's what i'm going to be looking for i hope it goes well uh for him i know that would be the important so um i don't know what the answer is going to be that's why i'm excited to see uh how he re- how he reacts but uh, great stuff on the foxo breakdown i agree with you 100% i don't have anything much more valuable uh, uh to add however there's a ton of other guys you know i think of a guy like uh cooper Webb, kind of a bold decision for him he's leaving ktm that uh chase sexton think that is going to be the magic answer for him. Cooper Webb's been there. We knew he wasn't happy. Now he kind of like Chase. He he thinks he'll be able to contend going to that Monster Energy Star Yamaha team. So he's, in my opinion, he better put up. Hey, put up or shut up. Right. Yep.
1: Yep. Hundred percent. That's another big uh, big move. And we've we've listened to it at the at the last three. SMX rounds, you know that he thought that this was the move, the change uh, that he needed to get back home, um, you know to to have his best performances. Um, you know, judge just, you know, I'm going to go out on line here, judging off of his last, you know, the, the three SMX rounds that we had wasn't uh, that phenomenal of three rounds. I know that we all know that he wasn't on the bike that long. He was long on the bike motorcycle longer than. I right. think you know was portrayed on in social media and in the media in general um but yeah I think that's going to be a big one right because we have a past champion leaving the team that he won his two championships with in Supercross right. and going back to a back to the Yamaha and 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 trying to start fresh so I think he's another one under under the microscope too that really needs to have in these first 3 to let's call it 3 to 5 rounds really needs to, um, be up there in the mix for the mental side of it, for, for, for the team side of it. And, and just for the, for the 20, for, for, for the whole series, right. Cause it's a, it's a long series and, and back to what you said about how stacked this class is, I mean, man, from third to, to, to 10th, really, I mean, two, three, four tenths that could change your race from, from fourth to, to eighth, you know, and, and eighth is not where you want to be. You want to be up in that, you know, Anaheim one, um, round two, round three. You want to be anywhere from, you know, first to fourth and be right. You know, you don't have to be in the mix, but you need to be within a tenth or two. So it's like, hey, this is a little bit of a bike issue, setting issues. We just need to we just need to dial the motorcycle in and I'll have those extra two tenths, right? So um, that's what I think, you know, if anybody,
0: he's another one under the microscope, yeah, he is. One thing that I will give Cooper Webb, and and you might think different, is I I think he needs to have some more raw speed compared to the guys that he's going to be racing. From what I've seen, he did do well. He did well that last night in Paris at Mercy. Um, but I think he's lacked that raw speed. But not always do you need it in the main event. I do feel like if you let a guy like Cooper Webb get a good start, well, no one's letting him get a good start. If he gets a good start and he's able to run up front and he's improved his whoop speed a little bit, I feel like his knowledge in racecraft could possibly help him get up to the speeds that he needs to be at. Uh, so maybe, just maybe his race knowledge might fill in the, the gaps. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I, now that you say that he um, I'm looking and thinking, he kind of reminds me of Chad a little bit, right? Like um, certain weekends, a a bit off the pace and he's not even in contention. He's a third place guy that weekend gets third or fourth. um, And then he shows up the next weekend and all of a sudden he's, he's going to be He's going to be racing for that win. So um but i agree he needs to find a little more of, of a little more speed because i think what's different now than in the past is he you know when when coop raced and won his championships there was about three guys that could win three or but now we have our field is so stacked so um really needs to get out there and make a statement for himself yeah. and and um you know like you said show a little more a little more raw speed and and uh and pick up the the whoop speed a little bit because with the amount of the depth that we have in this this uh this series right now you can't afford to to be running around third or fourth because man you're gonna have another eight dogs behind you trying to nip at your heels you know so
0: yeah yeah um a1 i mean you think about a guy like ken Roxon. I mean, dude, he shines in moments like this. I feel like he just rises to the occasion. He embraces these kind of moments. He gets excited. Uh, I expect nothing less of Kenny. I mean, dude, I'm just looking at this sheet on our rundown here of all these riders. I mean, we could go on and on and on and just give our viewers and listeners yeah. hours of, of our thoughts. But uh, what do you, th- you think think Kenny's going to be Kenny and do well, and obviously he's one of the favorites to win?
1: Uh, I do, dude. I do. I really, um, like you said, Kenny has won Anaheim one multiple times um, or Yeah. Times. Yeah. Quite a few. There, there's something about, um, you know, Kenny showing up to these, and I don't want to say a high pressure situation because there's, you know, you can lose this week, you can lose the championship this weekend, but you definitely cannot win it. We've, everybody's heard that. Um, but for some reason, you know, Kenny's able to show up uh, and, 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 and ride, you know, like it would be round 10 for me or round 10 for you. Right. Like, like in the flow, in the zone um, where I'd always show up at Anaheim one, like, man, what what's James been doing? How, what's he, you know, how, how's, how fast is he? You know, I had a lot of questions um, and I'm not saying Kenny doesn't. Um, but for whatever reason, like you said, he rises to the occasion at, at, at Anaheim one in these first three rounds. Um, my, what I think we've all talked is Kenny kind of has a lull um, halfway through the season. And that's going to be, um, I, I know Kenny's going to come out. He'll be a contender for this win more than likely for An- at Anaheim one, but can Kenny keep it in for the, in it for the long haul for the 20 rounds?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And for all of our viewers and listeners here at title 24, I, uh, that, that's what we uh, both RV and I know that Kenny can rise up to the occasion. He shines in multiple moments like this His history and stats speak for themselves. He had a good, he had a better year last year at the end of the season. I was happy to see, uh, see that for Kenny, but uh, to, to, to RV's point, definitely that's, that's what I'm looking to see if Kenny can go a little bit deeper into the series and be there midway through so he can, assuming he finishes as strong as he did last year, he'd be in the title fight, uh, for sure. So that's what I'm. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney world? Like, Hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through it's true magic. Cause we came to play at Walt Disney world resort. Looking for, uh, with Kenny. Hey, um, I know that you've got some scuttlebutt from this next dude, but, um, I had a good conversation with um, Jason Anderson uh, media days. Um, it was, it was pleasant, dude. He seemed like he's in a great spot. Um, he shared some insight of what had went on last year and, and not, not in a bad way, just some areas where uh, he thought that he needed to be better and why we saw the repetitive mistakes. And uh, needless to say, he he said that he's in a great spot this year. With the motorcycle, have you heard anything? Is the motorcycle that much better? It's a new one, right? Yep,
1: yep. So, so it's a new new platform, um, you know. And I actually uh, was able to talk to I forget get his I forget his name, but uh, one of the guys that helped develop it. Um, I ran into him at, at one of the tracks, one of the California tracks, and uh, it was kind of funny because he's like he was telling me. He goes, "The Kawasaki used to used to be or was um, one of the worst bikes in the mud." And I'm like that to kind of turn the light on in my head. Cause I was like, dude, I couldn't ride my bike in the mud. Like it was absolutely, I don't know, it was rigid, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. so they have a new platform. Um, I've seen videos online, social media and things like that. Um, and yes, the bike is completely different than what I rode. It's been eight years or nine years. Right. So, uh, but little traits those motorcycles there's little traits that these motorcycles have that they that the, even eight years out you can kind of see yeah. the trait that it has right um, I don't see that anymore with the new new platform. Um, I feel like it's a lot more forgiving just and I sort of just watching off social media, watching AC watching Jason, um, it looks more forgiving, it looks more forgiving in in, in the slippery um, call it muddier Perfect. material. Um, yeah, hard pack stuff. It's more forgiving in the in the in the edgy whoops um, things like that. So, that being said, if the motorcycle is that much easier to ride for him, um, you know, it might the mistakes might be a lot less fewer, right? So, uh, I hope so because last year I actually was expecting Jason to be he on did. the podium a lot more and 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 at least knock down a few wins. So,
0: yeah, that, that
1: being said, I think he. You know, I think this year is uh it's I know it's a new chassis, new platform, but it's kinda his time, right? He needs to he needs to kind of pull pull the rabbit out of the hat.
0: Yeah, he said uh he he told me at Media Days that the the new platform that uh you're explaining, R V is that uh that that the problem spots he had last year and you're spot on like and it looked to me the same way. It just looks super rigid, especially the front end and like the hard pack stuff. Or if there's ever little chattery breaking bumps, there's just like no compliance with the chassis whatsoever. And he did say that uh, it has gotten a lot better. So uh, I look forward to it. I think he's great for the fans. I think people like that. Um, when I talked to him at Media Days again, he said that they had fixed the problem spots. He's super comfortable. And he still feels like he could run that pace and, and run that speed. He's another guy. You know, I mean, you know how it is, RV. When these guys have been doing it for so long, their their knowledge and then their their experience and their tenure can fill in so many gaps. Like we're talking about Cooper Webb, when you have a guy that's won so many championships and they've been in the game for a while, if you can if you can run a similar speed, dude, the knowledge is is worth a couple tenths. So uh, I hope I hope for the Monster Energy Cowie team. He does well as well. I like the crew over there um next guy so here at title 24 we've always been about fans and and um you know going back and forth with them we take a lot of questions from the fans uh this next writer that we want to talk about is going to be a fan question from kingo 125 why is everyone sleeping on hunter he says uh do you think everyone's sleeping on hunter I mean, I do, I think he's been,
1: he's flown under the radar and he's, there's not, not been a lot of, not a lot of talks about Hunter. Um, I do agree. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there hasn't been a ton of videos of him either riding. Um, but I will say watching Hunter and uh, over the years of riding the, the lights bike or the, the 250 bike, um, I do think once he gets a few races under his belt. For some reason, I feel like the 450 is going going to suit him a little bit more. I think the 250 Honda was a little slow. I think he had to override it to to yeah. to, to run the pace with those guys. I think his starts had to be absolutely perfect to put himself <laughs> in a position to to fight with with Hayden and, and the and the top star guys and the top PC guys and things like that. Um, and as you know, when when you line up at motocross or supercross. Um, and you know you have it's you have to be razor sharp on on, on the line on the gate when the gate drops, that's a little nerve wracking. When it's like if you don't, you know, because we all know out of out of out of all the gate drops that we do throughout the season, you, you, we know we're going to have a mistake or be late on the gate or you know whatever the case may be. Um, and I feel like that now is not going to be in his head. He's got the horsepower. All these four fifties are so fast now. Um, And I think his writing style is going to suit that 450. I do think he's a little more precise than than sometimes than Jet. Um, I do see Hunter making mistakes, and he doesn't recover from his mistakes as well as Jet. Um, I feel like when Jet makes a mistake, it goes in one ear and out the other, where I feel like Hunter dwells on it sometimes a little longer than he should because, look, his mistake's a mistake. Why, why dwell on what just happened? Let's move forward. You know, that's what I, Mm -hmm. anybody that asks me, that's a, that's a 250 guy. Well, how do you, you know, I'm like, why are you making mistake after mistake, after mistake? You make a mistake. It happens. It's motocross. It's supercross. You're going to, nobody's going to be perfect. Don't think about it. Move on to brush it off and move to the next one. Click your laps off. Right.
0: Don't, don't like, like, I don't know, like what your dad used to teach you. My mom always used to say, don't turn one mistake into two or three other mistakes. Right. Yep, just make one and tear off and move on down the next. Uh next couple guys, Aaron Plessinger. I, I I'd love to see him do good. He's a man of the people. Um, you know, I don't know, we'll see. I, I just uh I'm I'm pulling for him. I heard he's had a great off season. Uh but Malcolm Stewart, um, when we were at Media Days, he was he was kinda underplaying how well that i heard that he has been riding little birdie told me that uh dude he's at another level that they are all chasing him at the uh at the at the test tracks during the week or wherever they ride at the facilities so uh have you have you heard anything on uh malcolm i have not
1: i the only thing i've kind of heard from the husky side of things from vital and um maybe i think swap moto was uh Uh, they were kind of, uh, I guess they had two chassis to to to, to try and and yeah. had the option of running two chassis, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, don't know how that's going to play, you know how that's going to affect, um, you know, e- e- you know e- each one of those riders, uh, Christian Craig or, or uh, Mook Dog. Um, but last year Mookie rode really well at the start of Supercross. Um, I think it's time for him to to win i think he's got the talent he's got the speed it all comes down to to him minimizing the mistakes as we know malcolm has the speed he's got the talent it's just been the mistakes that that have that have his winning the supercross has
0: eluded him yeah that hosed him last year for sure i think there's before he got hurt there's been two instances for sure that i know i'm like oh dude he's got it in the bag tonight and then you're like oh crap what happened but yeah so we'll see i mean that guy has incredible whoop speed everyone that uh is listening or watching us on the show when you guys are watching the broadcast this weekend and hopefully this it will present itself but watch how fast that uh malcolm is able to get into the whoop section dude he carries so much speed coming into the whoops and then he's able to maintain that speed which is always easier the quicker you can get in and just maintain whoop speed makes it makes it a lot easier um Dude, I know you got some deep thoughts and, and, and important thoughts on this next guy, but uh, just um, I want to I want to mention this guy's a- accolades. It's uh, Jorge Prado. He's a three-time um, world MXGP champion. Well, not MXGP class, but two-time MX2 champ and uh, MX reigning MXGP champ, three-time world champ. So uh, when we talked to him at uh, media days. Dude, he, he told us that all he ever wanted to do was race Anaheim 1. Like, that was his dream, to race Anaheim 1, like when he was a little kid. It wasn't race MXGPs or whatever it might be. He just – he wanted to race Anaheim. Well, he's give, he's he's gotten that opportunity, and uh, I hope he does well. The kid is uh, – I mean, he's so happy. He's fun to be around, and I think that the sport needs needs – we, we, the sport would benefit to see him see him do well do well um an mxgp guy coming over here they're always got this little like uh stigma of they you know they can't ride supercross blah 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 what's your thoughts dude so like i mentioned i go, i i
1: was able to go out two or three times this season just to check up on rider he, uh rider mm-hmm. d um, Hey man, come out and check me out. You know, like, you know, since I worked with him last year and, yeah. uh, uh, so I, I got to witness and got to see, um, you know, Prado out on the Supercross track. And I'll be honest, the kid's got skills. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's going to turn out and, and, and win Anaheim one. I think we, uh, he's a, he's one hell of a starter. Um, yeah. So more than likely, he puts himself in a good position. And from what I saw, speed wise, um, speed wise he should be, I think, around the top five, um, which would be a phenomenal um, oh, finish. Anywhere around that, I mean, even top ten, right? With the with the field that we have, um, I think he's better than top ten. Um, I think he's more around the fifth through eighth mark. Um, if if he if he makes it through Anaheim one with no you know tip overs or mistakes. Um, but as we all know, huge learning curve, you know, like yeah, I went to awesome. MXGP and, and raced four rounds. Um, my world was turned upside down. Um, I do think it's a little easier to come, at, uh, to, to the U S, um, from the living standpoint and the, in the, in the practicing standpoint. And, you know, just because our, our amenities are basically yeah. 24 hours, um, You know everybody wants to come to the U.S., right? So that's that's where he's at. He's landed himself here. Um, But I'm telling you guys, if he makes it through these three rounds um, healthy, I think we see him. I think we see him um, do really well
0: um, by round three. You think he'll be here? You think he'll be here after his MXGP contract if he does well? I know it's a. I know it's a massive if. You think you think he's I? I think he wants to stay here after his MXGP. In my opinion. I think it all hinges on these three races, whether he gets a great taste of it and he's coming back. If he gets a sour taste, I don't think he comes back.
1: So I think that, uh, there is a video of him running around, going over the bars in the whoops. He's already had a, a big one, you know, a couple big ones. So it hasn't deterred him, right? It hasn't, he's, I, I, I got to talk to him when I was out there at, at, at TLD's track, um, you know, and he and he told me, um, yeah, had a big one in the whoops, you know, and flew over the bars and landed like slapped his back on the on the on a takeoff of of a, oh. a three footer. Um, so it was a gnarly one, um, but no, I, I I don't. I do see him here next year full time, um, because I think he, I mean, he's got the skills. I, it's not a case of him, you know, it's of of him going out in these first three rounds and and maybe not cutting the mustard. I've already yeah. seen him ride he, he's, 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 he's developed, he's there. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a ton to learn. Um, but I do think that the Europeans are very smart. Um, I, I even want to err on the side of that. They're a lot of times smarter than the U S riders, the way they've been brought up and, and how they, how they, how they race their tracks. You don't see them coming out. Like we do just balls to the walls right away. they spend their time in their 20 minute practice and they they're warm methodical. up. They're methodical um. So,
0: yes, I see him coming back 100%. Perfect. So uh, that was a question. Uh, Riley Stevens, 56, he's a, uh, they say, what result will be a positive for Prado? You answered that uh, because knowing he's a rookie in the premier class. So Riley Stevens, 56, there you go. Your man, RV, I'm telling you right there, anything inside top five would be like a win. I agree. That would be damn impressive if he's able to mm. do that not not saying he's not um, capable of that, but it just, you guys, I mean, you know how it is. It's like a hornet's nest. Like for everyone that lives in California, it's like never driving on the 405 in LA during rush hour traffic. And then that's your driving experience right and, there.
1: And that's what I had actually told him. I said, the racing part you'll be fine with. I, and I told him, I said, or t- you know, told a few people that was around us. I was like, the biggest thing he's going to have to learn is having a front wheel right here by your, you know, by your head or having 22 guys and bars all in the first turn and, and the chaos that happens inside of the first, first lap or first three laps, not to say MXGP doesn't have that because, you know, sometimes they, they do, but it's not like supercross. So um, I just think the learning of how supercross is raced, uh, I mean, he's got the skill, like I said, he's got the starting, he can start, he can pull shots like he, I think he's going to be a contender um, for for uh, next year for for podiums.
0: Hey, this is going to be interesting. You've been pretty outspoken about this. Um, so, Joseph Bramlett, twenty-four, asks: Do you think Perandis not having factory support will affect his performance? So, uh, let I me do. just real quick. I feel like he's one of those guys too, RV when you change a team and you make these adjustments you that you want you better perform well you I, think of what you, what I you agree think?
1: and I think I there's it's so there's a couple different scenarios you can look at this going to a it's not a factory team he might have a smidge of factory support but look it's not a factory team um, and I think some guys that plays into into the benefit um some guys that that are I don't want to say he's on the cusp, but on the cusp like that, a factory, non factory, some guys actually, the factory brings too much stress, too much, um, you know, to, to perform. I don't think that was Dylan. I think what Dylan's going to run into is not having the backing and the parts and the support from the factory to make the changes he needs over the course of 20 rounds. Right. Um, I think he's going to really you know, when he, when, they, when they find something they're struggling with, um, that is more than just internal suspension work. Um, I think that that's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's not a factory team. So, um, and as we know that things can start to snowball really quick. Um, if, if the rider can't get it under control within one or two rounds.
0: There you go. You heard it from the man himself, Ryan Villapoto, and his thoughts on Ferranis. Appreciate the, uh, question joseph uh before we switch gears to the 250 west class uh just quick notable keep your eye on adam c and cerullo had another great talk with him at media days you know he in my opinion listen i think he to make as many races as he did last year was certainly a positive i you know, once in a while he has some issues with his that, that nerve in his arm, and I ask him, Can he tell? And he's like, dude, not always. And he said there's no rhyme or reason. So hopefully he has more good days than he has bad days with that thing, or at least he, I hope that he doesn't have flare-ups on race day. I think he's well spoken. Um he gets really good starts as well. And I think if he can build on the season that he had last year, I only anticipate him to be better. Um so Hopefully uh AC does well. That's enough uh meat for the 450. We will break down uh, everything on the 450 after Anaheim. Uh next week. Uh yeah, we'll we'll be some ju- we'll be uh Monday morning quarterback, all of you guys. So don't mess up. So uh <laughs> 250 West. Sorry, all you Hayden Deegan fans. Uh he isn't racing the West Coast, but uh <laughs> I want you to answer this. So Fab Pal 10, RV asks thoughts on Deegan not racing West because they know he can't beat Joe. Yeah. Do you think he's worried about Joe?
1: Yeah. Fab pal one ten. I don't, uh, that's, that's (laughs) far fetched there, buddy. Um, you know, I mean, right off the top, let's talk, let's talk, uh, Joe switching teams. He's the team, new new bike, new team. Um, he's got to learn the motorcycle. The team has got to learn him um, in those race scenarios. Um, I do not think that Hayden is dodging Joe. Um, I think that was probably a strategic decision based on Brian and, and, and star. Um, but no, I do not think that he is dodging Joe. I think that, uh, Joe is going to be fast. Joe can win races. Joe can beat Hayden. Um, but no, there's no dodging going on there, buddy.
0: No, no. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe versus uh, Hampshire—that'll be good. The Star boys are gonna—they're always good. Uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki guys are gonna be great as well. I mean, the, the, these these two fifty classes are, are just so good. You just never know uh, who who's gonna rise to the occasion. You got Rider D changing teams. I mean, I think about just how long he's been with the Kawasaki, coming up through their amateur pro- program, the uh, Team Green program, then shifting over to uh, pro circuit Kawasaki team uh, but a lot to look forward to um, which uh, I mean is there anything you want to say anybody else you think we need well we I, need think, to look, look? Yeah, no,
1: I think yeah I know I think I think interesting uh, Ryder D like you said switch teams we have Levi Kitchen over at PC now um, I do think that this is kind of, uh, or not kind of, this is a, I would say a, a pivotal point yeah. in his, in his career. Yep. That, uh, okay. Let's say he doesn't win the championship, but he needs to win. I think in the lights class, um, I think he needs to win four to five races to, uh, you know, kind of solidify himself in that class. Not that he already hasn't, but I know Levi Levi's capabilities. I've seen him ride, um, from eighties on up. Cause he's from up by my, by me. Uh, he's definitely a very talented individual his racing needs to improve a little bit um less mistakes um yeah i I, so we we, there's yeah it's it's also a a stacked field in the
0: in the yeah it's super stacked uh i think i think joe's gonna do great i think he's gonna be at a great uh i think he's in a great environment myself personally um rj you guys know rj he always he always sends it uh he's going to be uh, a lot of fun to watch he always gives it 110 percent you can see it in his riding eliminate some of those uh tip overs and i think um he'll be a, he'll be a super challenge for the championship and yeah i i think just I, i'm looking forward to like you're saying even like with the kitchen deal like how how's how's he gonna do um i i think he needs to do better than what he did at star for sure he's got plenty of talent that guy yep. can do amazing things on the bike uh looking forward to seeing how uh volan does yeah uh, hopefully, hopefully he he'll do well he's he's doing less right
1: i believe so yep and i've heard that uh he's riding very well right now on 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 the pc bike so interesting another one that switched teams you know new platform new team learning um you know coming in with uh you know Mitch behind him I think that uh not that that KTM was didn't work for him but I feel I feel like uh this might be a little bit better home fit for him there you
0: go all right so uh second year round the quad lock question of the week thank you quad lock we appreciate uh your partnership make sure you guys check them out quad lock case com for uh, all your phone case needs they got chargers mounts for your adventure bikes uh, UTVs you name it uh, you, they, they, they've got it all I like the charger their charger works really well uh, it's like a magnetic charger I set it on my uh, bedside works awesome they got a little wallet that attaches it as well so make sure you check that uh, check them out uh, we appreciate everybody at quadlock. Uh, quad Lock Question of the Week is from Christopher Parrish. And the reason that Christopher wins the Quad Lock Question of the Week is because this is such a, a hot topic. And the, the stats behind this, uh, this question are just, uh, uh, they're amazing. You know, you would think that winning Anaheim 1, that, that uh, most Anaheim 1 winners go on to win the championship. Not so fast. So Christopher Parrish says, how important is it to win A1? Or is a top five finish the aim for most teams?
1: Well, I think it's it is important to win a one if if it's in reach, really? really. If it's if it's in reach,
0: um, why is it I important? Re- well, if I, you okay, know, so like you win the championship, like what, like. Well, what gonna- I
1: think I think it makes your entire season go a little bit easier. So, and I and I can speak for that um, really? firsthand. I have won Anaheim one twice, I believe. Um, and then I've left Anaheim 1 I think the worst time I left there was a the 16th position so way you know quite a ways out of the top 10 and I was playing catch up all you know up until round probably 8 or 9 um from why I say important is when you show up at Anaheim 1 with all the hype and with all the pressure everything that's there and you knock off that win it is such a stress reliever after that okay boom we got the points lead not so much based on the points, but just that you were able to leave there um, with the win. Now, third is just as good as a win if the win wasn't in reach. Um, it's a, it's a pretty. Pre- I think it's a fairly prestigious race to win. Anaheim one. Um, I was lucky enough to do it twice. Like I said, um, it just makes you your Monday and your first couple rounds, weeks of Supercross. I feel go a little bit easier. You're not kind of not that you're chasing your tail after you have a. A bad anaheim one but going home on monday it sure feels a hell of a lot better hanging that trophy up on the wall
0: okay let me ask you this then so when you i mean obviously we all want to win races right we want to win every race that we line up for but when you went to anaheim one what was your sole goal for that for that night was it to win like tell me what your game plan was
1: sole goal was to be within contention so if that meant third second it wasn't no i didn't put win in my head like i'm going to anaheim one to win that wasn't that wasn't what i thought um i thought let's get through Anaheim, one solid points let's see where our bike's at let's see where everybody else is at um and if the win is achievable you take it because i feel like after that you know some teams are going to have fire drills on mondays on the monday right after and some are just gonna be like hey i was just totally off the pace bike was fine um anaheim one has a, it you know it has a weird stigma around it when when you swing your leg over the bike i just, yeah. i don't know It's just it's it, it's it's different than most supercross races
0: yeah i had like uh i was kind of the same way like i went in there i'm like dude if i can be on the podium that'll be great because i feel like this to your point it has a stigma around it and i feel like a lot of riders ride better than what they will be riding for the whole season. Like they're just so amped up and they're just so uh, drama and enthusiasm and it's like a uh, lightning in a bottle almost. And I, I hated racing in those environments. Not that I, because I did poorly, I just didn't like them, you know, like, so I was kind of like a mid season uh, down the stretch kind of guy, but uh, I'm with you. I went there. If the wind was there, obviously I was going to take it. Yeah. Hell yeah but uh just to just to have that little checkbox but at the end of the day i was always big picture so uh christopher Parrish, we appreciate it you know what to do you win the quad lock question of the week first one season two uh congratulations uh slide into the title 24 direct message on instagram and our man jh will put you in contact with quad lock and quad lock will send you some swag um you know what there's a big uh big weekend On uh, on Motorsports this weekend, RV, maybe the first week of January, but Motorsports has begun. It starts Thursday with SMX Insiders, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas on YouTube, as you know, same thing there. And then Friday, the Dakar Rally begins Saudi Arabia, catch that nightly at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Peacock. Then there's Saturday night, a one baby. Check that out. You can see right there, two two thirty p.m. race day live, practice and qualifying. That's live on Peacock. Make sure you check it out. And all new this year, uh, all West Coast races are going to be starting eight p.m. Eastern time. So check that out, uh, man. I am so excited for that. Uh, it'll be seven thirty Eastern on Peacock, we got a, a pre-race show. So make you make sure you check out on Peacock. 7 30 p.m saturday that is going to be really really cool uh having that pre-show uh, man i can't i can't wait for that i love the uh earlier time um when i heard talks and rumblings of it um i'm all for it because i've you know i'm from the east coast rv and uh you know a lot of a lot of people a lot of fans watch so they won't have to watch the next day with it starting at eight so uh good stuff make sure you tune in to that so that's uh RV, that's about it for, for right now. What'd you what you think? You get in what uh you get in everything you wanted to say before you, you hit the slopes, you sorry dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so.
1: I'm 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 excited to get Title Twenty Four back up and running. Um I had a great time doing that last year and uh man I'm I'm uh I'm looking forward to Anaheim one and, and, and seeing where all these guys are gonna fall. It's it's uh feels like it's been it's been a while since i know these i know the racers don't feel like it's been a while they're like just we just got done but uh but no from the fans perspective uh i'm ready man i'll be there i'm bringing the boys to anaheim one and we're gonna be we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna watch some um,
0: amazing racing yeah that's right well uh good stuff keep the shiny side up up there uh thank you everyone for tuning in and uh and and all the support uh, we appreciate all of, our, uh, all of our partners, United Motorsports, Boxo, and uh, Quadlock. You guys are the best. Uh, we appreciate you for jumping on. And, uh, and also to United Motorsports, Boxo, and Quadlock for giving our, our viewers and listeners some product. Uh, remember, uh, for the audio version of this, we're on all of the uh, podcast platforms. So you can uh, download whichever podcast platform you like, and you can listen to it uh, audio there. Or, remember, uh, everything is on demand at the Motorsports on NBC YouTube page. So check that out. And, of course, uh, it's always on demand on Peacock. So uh, we appreciate you guys. And uh, have an excellent weekend watching the starting of the second uh, second season of SMX. And uh, the first round of the Monster Energy Supercross. It's going to be great.